Jeppy may have been the dominant income ETF of 2022, but JEPQ is up a blistering 16% year-to-date, easily destroying Jeppy, which is about flat for the year, and they're doing better than the S&P 500, which has returned 12% this year. Did I also mention that JEPQ has a 12% dividend yield? The juice is so big that it's overflowing out of that cup. That's getting a 1% return on your investment every single month, while also leaving the market in the dust. In a year where SCHD has left us hanging, is JEPQ the savior that we needed? Let's take a closer look at what JEPQ does. JEPQ is an ETF that's hoping to generate monthly passive income by buying large cap US growth stocks and selling options. Those premiums plus any dividends those companies may pay is what fuels that super juicy yield. Dividends are typically 2% of that total monthly distribution, while the other 79% comes from call options. JEPQ aims to track similar results to that of the NASDAQ 100. The NASDAQ 100 index is a basket of the 100 largest, most actively traded US companies listed on the NASDAQ stock exchange. This is mostly tech stocks, but it can also include those in consumer services, such as companies like restaurant chains, retailers, and travel services. The NASDAQ 100 also includes healthcare, industrials, and telecommunication sectors. Now, the NASDAQ is notable for being quite volatile, but in the world of options trading, that's actually good news because that means even higher premiums due to more uncertainty. JEPQ is actively managed. This is a risk I don't think many investors are taking serious enough. Sure, Hamilton Reiner, who also runs JEPI, is doing a great job today, but what about 10 years from now? What about when someone else takes over and they have a totally new management team? I mean, just take a look at these new profile pictures that Hamilton and his team have uploaded recently. I think they look quite spiffy. I'm sure it's from all the money that we've been pouring into this fund. I like my portfolios to be a set it and forget it, but with JEPQ, there's always gonna be a need to keep an eye on how the fund is being managed. Are they gonna be able to replicate these results? Just keep that in mind the more you allocate your portfolio toward this actively managed ETF. Now, options trading, that's been around for over 100 years. It's a way to have a chance at some profits, regardless if the market goes up or down. JEPQ utilizes proprietary data science to create its portfolio and then does one month out of the money call options. So we can see their portfolio, which has just 87 holdings. The 10 largest include Microsoft, Apple, Google, Amazon. Facebook, Nvidia, Tesla, and the largest sectors being technology at 41% of the portfolio, and then we also have communication services and consumer discretionary at around 13%. You'll also notice that there's 16% that's in this other category. That 16% is equity-linked notes. Now, people overly complicate these, but these are generally issued by a financial institution like a bank, and they will promise to pay you back the principal after a certain period of time just like a bond. But ELN returns are linked to the performance of the underlying equity. So if the stock does well, the ELN may also give a higher return than a normal bond. But if it doesn't do as well, there may be no extra return. And sometimes you can even get less than what was initially invested. It's a way to get stock market participation while gaining some protection on your initial investment and getting further diversification. These should provide income via premiums and dividends and have a chance for some upside potential. 
The primary objective of funds like Jeppy and JepQ is income. It's having money or cash flow today and not necessarily growing your wealth over long periods of time through capital appreciation. Now these ETFs, they can be very powerful in uncertain markets like we have today because there's always going to be problems going on around the world, whether that's with war, inflation, interest rates, supply chain issues, geopolitical issues, you name it. But with JepQ, there's a chance to earn money in all market conditions. Using its multi-pronged strategy of getting money via options, dividends, and capital appreciation. It can be a really powerful tool and a way to diversify one's portfolio and add some defense. Per an interview with fund manager Hamilton Reiner, the out of the moneyness depends on how volatile the market is behaving. If it's not too volatile, the calls may be 2 to 2.5% out of the money. If it's more volatile, the fund manager will push that even more out of the money to get even more upside potential. These are one month out of the money calls and they're laddered to happen each week. Now one mistake a lot of investors make is that they believe that JepQ does options on the individual holdings it has. But what it actually does is it sells calls on the index such as the NASDAQ 100. But of course, there's no such thing as a free lunch. The potential downside to these covered calls is giving up that upside potential. For example, we just saw Nvidia go up 34% in the past month. Unfortunately, with covered calls, a good portion of that return would not be enjoyed because it's getting stunted through this investing strategy. This is why funds like JepQ will do really well in sideways and downwards markets, probably even beating the overall market, but it's going to lag during those bull markets when capital appreciation is more sought out after. JepQ has an expense ratio of 35 basis points or $35 for every $10,000 invested. While that's not as cheap as many Vanguard passively managed ETFs, JepQ is actively managed, so of course it's going to be more expensive. But also keep in mind when you invest in these funds, you're also investing into the fund manager and their team's expertise and experience. That's something you can't quantify in terms of value. Doing options trading is not easy, nor is it cheap. Here we have a team of experts doing all the work for us. They're pooling people's money together, and they save us so much time instead of us doing it by ourselves. JepQ was quickly gaining in popularity with now $3.4 billion in assets under management. Let's take a look at that juicy 12% yield that JepQ has. JepQ has paid monthly dividends since their inception in May 2022. They have paid dividends every single month. Unlike other single stock holdings, JepQ dividends are not fixed. They are variable. This is why some months they will pay out dividends as high as 58 cents and sometimes as low as 35 cents like they did this past week. Now, why all this variability? It's primarily because of the volatility associated with premiums. Higher volatility means higher premiums, but if the market isn't moving too much, then those premiums won't be as juicy. JepQ is still a relatively new fund, not time and tested, but it certainly has impressed in its small lifespan. Since their inception in May of 2022, JepQ has outperformed the overall market by 3%. Tech did very well so far this year, and JepQ has certainly felt that, and so have the triple Qs, which are up 34% year to date. So overall, what's there really not to like about JepQ? I think this is another amazing income ETF product that can have a place in a younger or older investor's portfolio. It's not something I would allocate a large portion of my portfolio to just because I like to be diversified among many income ETFs. And having more than 10% of my portfolio in one ETF, I would not be sleeping very well at night. Want to hear about other amazing ETFs? 
check out my income ETF playlist. Be sure to hit that like button for a small-time YouTuber. My videos are always found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name. I'd love to know what income ETFs you hold in the comments below, and I will buy, stash, and collect cash you later.